The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhana That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. Dollar Club Wrestling. A lot of bull. Real guy in a room. How are you doing? I'm Enzo. And if I had a dime for every time I watched Dollar Club Wrestling, I would have zero dimes. No, I'm just joking, man. How about, how about about a dollar, right? It's uh, about 10 cents, and every dollar I watch about 10 times. You're pretty good at what you do, man. I'll give you credit, all right? About a boom. Real guy in a room. How you doing? I'm a certified G bona fide stud. You can't teach that. This guy right here. Uh, did you ever go to school? Did you drop out? Do you have a GED? Yeah, Certified GED. Yeah, 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 this guy. <laughs> all right, he's smart. He's uh, a little smarter than your average bear. All right, boo-boo. Listen to this guy. Everything that he says is fucking facts. Clothesline, wow. very rare to see that happen. Shows the toughness, like it or not, of Jay Lethal. Yeah. 
Takeshita wound up. He reared back and he caught Jay Lethal right underneath the chin. But he's caught him. Dragon suplex attempt avoided. Lethal steps through into the figure four leg lock. Well done right there by Lethal. And remember all the damage done to Takeshita's yep. knees earlier in this match. Correct, Excalibur. Correct. Jay Lethal brings Takeshita back towards center. Looking for the figure four oh, once oh, again. Oh, 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 nice nope. counter. Takeshita. Great Sheer drop. Brainbuster. He floats over. Hooks the leg. No. Super close right there. The Brainbuster was awesome. Sanjay's going crazy out there with that Ticonderoga in his ear. That's a pencil for you guys. Pencil. Spanish for pencil? No, it's his fancy brand. It's a whole other story. Well, he's a fancy guy, but so is so is Takeshi with these fancy punches right to the face. Lethal, though, was, was chipping away at that left knee. And Kanosuke Takeshita, Discus Lariat, oh, oh, Lethal. Oh, oh. Nation! Lethal now feeling it. He knows he's got Takeshka down and hurting. And he could be looking for the lethal injection. No. Vaults oh. off the back. Takeshka swings for the fences. What a shot there. Saw the look on Lethal's face. He got rocked. The jumping knee. Gonna get him. The jumping knee. Cover, cover. One, two, three. Look at this. Turn around. Sanjay doing the and right now, thing. One, two, no. Yeah, well, Takeshka. Even, even that Lethal was down for almost 10 seconds. I, I know. I was just, just going to say that. He was down for like 8 to 10 is, seconds. Is Rick Knox in Sanjay's faction here? Either he's bald. Well, Takeshka. you got to be bald to be in this faction, apparently, unless you're a giant. That kick to the outside of the knee by Jay Lethal. Once again, dropping Takeshka. Oh, what a shot. Big blow. I felt that one up here. The form right to the side of the jaw. And Lethal's got the dead bug going on. Looks like right. he took a punch to Mike Tyson. Back to the knee. Lethal played possum, and it worked. I don't know if he's playing possum, per se, or just going off instinct, Taz. Roll up by Lethal here. He's got that hook Oof. in. No. Lethal coming. Nice. Back lethal injection. Got to get the cover, Jay. Got to get the cover, buddy. Right on the money. Lethal covers. The legs are hooked. That's and it. Jay Lethal scores the win. That's it. No winner of this match. Jay. Lethal! Oh, the match by those two men. Kanosuke Takeshita landed the jumping knee, dropped Jay Lethal, but the intervention by Sanjay Dutt cost Takeshita the win. Jay, Jay, get up, Bubba, Bubba, get up. Bubba, remember when he said you were going to be scared of him? That's right. You, you're not afraid of me, come huh? Come on, come on, Sanjay. That's uncalled for. Are you scared now? That is a. Oh! Wait a second. Oh, buddy. Trent Barretta, Chuck Taylor, and Orange Cassidy. They better jump on each other's shoulders if they got any chance because this guy in the ring Satnam Singh. A little bit of unfinished business with Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh after Rampage last Friday night. But they just buzzed right past the Giants. And they went after Sanjay and Jay Lethal. And now look at Trent, watch out. Oh, jeez. Trent just got flapjacked. And uh-oh, no. Chuck Taylor. Oh, Chucky teasing grave danger. And Oh, he's just choking him. Look at this. Chuck oh Taylor. My gosh. Just getting dribbled. Kill him in there. Off the mat. He's gonna crush his spine. Looks like a golem. Uh-oh, look at this. Orange Cassidy. Oh, Orange, don't do this, buddy. Look at that guy's ears. Looks like Bat Boy. Orange Cassidy and Satnam Singh. 
Oh my gosh. This is not the first time they went face to face. I, uh, smart move, Orange. And I think Orange Cassidy. Oh, hold on. May have made an arrangement for some backup. Samoa Joe. Orange set him up. Here comes Big Joe, baby. Oh, no. Samoa Joe, the Ring of Honor. Have more than security and referees to hold back Samoa Joe, I'll tell you that. The Ring of Honor World Television Champion being held back by this army. And remember, still, they can't get Joe back. I'm not here looking for some cheap hometown pop, but I am from Baltimore. And coming back here after all these years to an AEW ring in Oriole country, makes me sick to my stomach. Because just like this company ruined professional wrestling, you Baltimoreans have destroyed this once great city. And to top it all off, I went out for crab cakes last night and they were disgusting. When I would rather bring home Baltimore crabs from a downtown streetwalker than one of your Bayside restaurants, it's time that Dynamite Dan tells people I'm from Miami. Wow. ATT had a team meeting earlier this week in regards to this mixed tag match we signed on for. Dan made a very, very good point. As much as Ethan Page would love to get his hands on Sammy Guevara and scar him for the rest of his life, Dan proposed a question. He asked me, how would I feel knowing that my daughter, Gabriella, is watching her daddy wrestle on TV and the potential of being subjected to those two nitwits sucking face and shoving their tongues down each other's throats makes me sick. Nitwits. And they have the audacity to call that professional wrestling. Hey, Sammy. You don't seem like a guy that keeps his word, so neither am I. The mixed tag match, it's off! Ethan, Ethan, you keep talking about Sammy Guevara, which is funny, because you and Sammy actually have a lot in common. Sky promised Frankie Kazarian a shot at the TNT Championship. You both have very high opinions of yourselves. You both have really stupid vlogs. Hell, at this point, all you need is a real annoying, overbearing blonde at your side, and you would be Sammy Guevara. Hmm. Come to think about it, you got Dan Lambert. It doesn't get any more overbearing or annoying than that. Look at I don't care about Sammy, I don't care about you, and I damn sure don't care about you. Scorp, I've always believed in you. I've always been your biggest fan, I've always been your biggest supporter, but right now, I'm your biggest threat. All I'm out here asking is for you to deliver on what you promised. Give me my shot at your TNT title. I'm very glad you're dressed for a funeral, Frankie. Cause SCU is dead, dude! Okay, okay, okay. Before this gets completely off the rails, let me step in here. I told you guys things were gonna be different this time. I'm gonna bring respect back to the TNT Championship. 
And I'm gonna do it by being a fighting champion. That means every worthy contender is gonna get their shot. And I'm gonna be a dominant champion. The days of this title getting passed around like Ty Conti backstage are over. Wow. Headshot. And with all due respect, Dan, it means that belt needs to go back in the trophy case at American Top Team where it was supposed to be all along. Wow. Frankie, I gave you my word. Next week, you got your shot. Well, the match is made. The first ever AEW World Tag Team Champions will now compete one-on-one -on -one with the TNT Championship hanging in the balance. The Professor and the One Dollar King on the same show? It's Friday! You know what that means! A new era of professional wrestling starts right now with AEW Rampage! Hello everyone and welcome to the Rampage Uncaged show right here on channelattitude.com brought to you by Hamid Media Group. I'm your host Jimmy T and tonight we've got a special edition of the of Uncaged. I mean I'm excited man. I'm going to introduce this guy first. You know him as the professor. He's from the PW Hustle. He's the glorious Chavela Veracruz. Welcome to Uncaged. How's things my man? What's going on, Jimmy T? What's going on to the Dollar King? What's going on to the Haminites? What, Vince Russo, you, you done did it. You let the professor into channel attitude. I, You know, I had the key. 
I busted down the door. Oh, Vince, you messed up now because you let the glorious Professor Chabella Cruz into the channel, haven't you? It'll never be the same again. <laughs> Beautiful, awesome. And our next co-host, well, you know him as the $1 King. He, he's even known as Sexy Time, Mr. Kevin Panetta. I'd Welcome buy that okay. for a dollar. Oh. I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Perfect. I love it, man. You have Penelope Ford in there, who's from my hometown, too. College of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Well, you can thank Mr. Dr. Michael Jago for that one, man. I've been waiting to show you that video forever, bro. We keep doing it every time we do Uncaged, even on the blow-off. But, man, nevertheless, I'm excited, guys. It's the Hustle Meets Hamin Media Group via channelattitude.com. And, man, I mean, I actually felt, Prof., this rampage was kind of half decent, man. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for rampage purposes, I mean, you know, as the objective man in the IWC, YWC, I got to call it like I see it. Rampage is a great hour of wrestling. It's a great flow. You know, people can nitpick all they want. And the professor has nitpicked on AEW shows constantly, you know, on the PWC networks. I've done it on the PW Hustle Networks. I've said it all over Facebook. So if you haven't found what I've said, you know, it's I got the receipts. But anyway, but for this Rampage, guys, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty decent. The flow was good. I have no complaints on it. I mean, of course, we can nitpick here and there. And I will gladly educate <laughs> all the masses of what I would nitpick on. But that's neither here nor there. Beautiful. Kev. What do you think your, of uh, Rampage? I love your enthusiasm there, Professor. I'm, like, I feel like I'm learning right now in the podcast game. It's um, the caffeine. It's the caffeine, man. <laughs> nice. I got I to gotta suck down some uh, some Red Bulls or something. But I oh, guess uh, Rampage is better than usual. It actually had a person get pinned that doesn't usually get pinned. A big problem with AEW is predictability, and that was a little uh, different tonight. Absolutely, Kev. Predictability. That's the number one thing in AEW, man. And uh, – and consistency, that's the important thing. And you know what, guys? I think Rampage for the last two to three weeks has been pretty consistent. And what I do like about the show, it does have a different feel to Dynamite. Even though it's the same set, essentially, what, they changed the canvas, it's about it. They changed the skirts. That's the only thing that's different about Rampage. But there's a certain energy about the show that I kind of like about it, man. And I can't really put my finger on it. Maybe it's because it's on TNT I don't know, but Prof, is it just me or am I am I tripping? No, you're tripping because, you know, <laughs> let, let's be honest, guys. Uh, you know, Rampage is, is usually happens, you know, a couple of minutes after Dynamite. So, you know, depending on what week and what crowd you're, you're seeing, you know, you're pretty tired. I mean, right. when you when the doors open at seven o'clock, you're, you're watching AEW Dark, Dark Elevation, and then you're seeing Dynamite. Then after that, if you really, really are like, you know, staying up energy wise or whatever the case may be, now you're watching Rampage. So, you know, again, Jimmy, you're right. The show is good when you watch it on TV. But you know what? As a fan sitting in the stands, you know, 
You get, you see some people tired. You see some people probably will leave a little bit early to go to work the next day. So it happens for, you know, it happens every week, but that's, that's the beauty of editing guys. That's what it is. Absolutely. Kev, am um, I still tripping or do you agree with me? No, I agree with you. Like the, it's a lot of younger guys. They don't, not, don't necessarily get a chance to show their goods on the Wednesday night. So you get a little yeah. extra effort from these guys too. They want to be on the Wednesday night shows. You know, I mean, it's, it's pretty much Rampage is the hook show. And even he's appearing on uh, Dynamite now, too. Absolutely, man. Well, Rampage kicks off with Tony Storm and Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayden in the tag team match. The crowd begins to chant Pittsburgh sucks. I mean, guys, you tell me, does Pittsburgh suck? Pittsburgh sucks. <laughs> Prof, have, <laughs> I, have you been to Pittsburgh? Haven't been to Pittsburgh, but, you, you know, I do love the Steelers. I've always, yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not saying I ride with the Steelers, but, you know, I, I always cheer for the Steelers when, the, you know, they're successful. I, I'll cheer for Mike Tomlin. But for Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, you know, they deserve all that heat, you know, flaunting the Pittsburgh legacy. But, yeah. you know, again, from the other side of it, we got a Tony Storm sighting finally. We got a Ruby Soho sighting. It's been weeks. So, you know, in terms of TV time and it, not TV time, but wrestling time. So it's pretty nice to see all four of them wrestling. Well, Facebook user, and I'm sorry, I don't know why your name is not coming up, but what a debut for Sashimi. And I agree. I, I thought he looked impressive, guys. What do you guys think? I give it to the Dollar King. Let him go. You go first. <laughs> go for a Dollar King. Uh, Sashimi's face look good. Sashimi's cool. <laughs> Sashimi. Sashimi-san. He looks good, man. He's from DDT. I don't know too much about him, to be fair, but... Nevertheless, he looked great, man. I mean, Prof, he's pretty tall for, for a DDT wrestler, man. Yeah, he looked pretty tall. And uh, he wasn't in on, he was on AEW during the pandemic. He was in one of those Jacksonville dark shows, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, he, he did appear once or twice the most, if I recollect. But, you know, for the purpose of the storyline, the purpose of the match that he had with Jay Lethal, I don't know if we're going to, you know, skip all the way to that segment, but I'll, I'll say, it. you know, it was a pretty decent match. Good spot, you know, good high spot on the on the top rope, on the top rope corner with the uh, clothesline and made, you know, Jay Lethal made that move even way better than it had to be. So, you know, it was a pretty good showing for Sashimi. Oh, and uh, real quick, like, um, I know he's not New Japan. He was DDT. I think they should save the Japanese guys for the Forbidden Door. Let it like build up to that, you know. Well, to be fair, DDT is not, you know, that really well known amongst the, you know, the broader wrestling community, if you know what I'm saying. And Big Ray Hernandez, shout out to Big Ray. Yes, I was actually more than early, as a matter of fact, dude. Even though it's like 9:42 a.m. my time, I was on time. So give me, give, give me a break here, Ray. Where, where's my Roadcaster Pro, bro? Come on, man. Anyway, shout out to Big Ray. Yeah, it's well, it's stuck in the in the in the U.S. post office. You know how we are on this on this <laughs> side of the uh, the world. Well, funny enough, Prof Road, the actual brand is Australian. So, oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. So, they should be sending me one. Uh, well, so we've got more comments. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know who this is, but apparently Professor has it. I don't know why there's lies. But I'm about that for a dollar. <laughs> Who is that anyway? See what sucks about StreamYard lately, for whatever reason. Oh, it's all big Ray Hernandez. God damn it, Ray. 
Big Ray wants that dollar. <laughs> he wants that dollar. Maybe we should give him that dollar, Kev. I'm thinking about it. It's it's tough it's between him. Uh, Jamie Hader is my crush and <laughs> cakes, but she lost her cakes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true, man. Well, hot. speaking it. Well, yeah, of course, no doubt. Speaking of cakes, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho end up defeating Britt Baker and Jamie Hader in a pretty decent match. I actually enjoyed this match, Prof. What'd you think of it? You know, for, again, for the storyline purposes, the Owen Hart qualifiers and the the tournament going on. You know. All these ladies, you know, put the work in. I'll take a dollar Canadian. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, I almost lost. I lost my train of thought for a second. But you know, the four ladies, you know, put in that work there. Again, I'm going to look at it from this standpoint. You know, I already know what Britt Baker can bring into an AEW match. I already know what Jamie Hayter can bring into an AEW match. The question I have is Tony Storm. She's coming in. She came in with all that fire, all that heat. The crowd was going crazy for her. And then you know what happens, like you said in the beginning, Jimmy, the inconsistency. Here today, and then Tony Storm, you know, they let it fizzle. You know, and then those backstage say, I don't want to backtrack, guys, but if you remember those backstage sevens where, where Tony Storm didn't really say much, kind of left, yeah. looked like she was God. pouting, it, to me, visually, wasn't a great representation. So, you know, for her to get the win against uh, Britt Baker, yes, it val- you know, it was much needed. That's all I'll say. Absolutely. Kev, what's your thoughts, my man? Yeah, Tony Storm pinning uh, DMD, too. That's a big, big deal. For uh, Britt doesn't take many losses. Uh, but I want to see more personality out of these girls, too. Like, uh, in backstage, they don't have personality except for Britt. So that's going to help them uh, move to the next level, or else it's going to be Britt, Jade Cargill, uh, the same, like, four girls, like, the top four girls, you know? These girls got to show some personality. Got to earn Whoa. those dollars. <laughs> you gotta earn those dollars, man. No doubt about it. And speaking of personality, well, let me just, let me just say this. I'll I'll, I'll respond to it. Kevin on that. You know, and this is not an AEW thing. This, this statement, I'm not saying it's an AEW thing. This is basically a, a across the board wrestling thing when it comes to women's wrestling. So if I offend any female uh fans on channel attitude, sorry, but not sorry. But <laughs> every impact WWE, AEW, no matter where. There's only a limited few with personal, like Kevin just said, with personality that brings it to the table. So you can only count on your fingers on each of those promotions. That's why women's wrestling, you know, does what it does. It suffers the way it does because someone like Tony Storm comes in, someone like Ruby Soul comes in. They just want to fight. They just want to have the match. That's all well and good, but you got to get me invested into having, you know, a match with meaning. Britt Baker knows what to do. Jay Cargill knows what to do. So the baddies know what to do to get me to say, I want to see that match. I'm interested in seeing that match. Tony Storm, she's got a great track record. Uh, Jimmy, she's from Australia, if I'm not mistaken, New Zealand. Which- well, well, she was born in New Zealand, but raised in Australia on okay. the Gold Coast in Queensland, up north. So, but yeah, she, she has she the pedigree. She has the pedigree, Jimmy. You, you understand where I'm coming from. She has the pedigree. Absolutely. She's got the legacy. She's got the wins. In her belt, whatever the case may be, she did her thing in NXT. You know, her best moment was getting pie to the face from the queen, Charlotte Flair. After that, I'm sorry. She had matches. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just blunt here, but she just had matches. She's had good matches, but no personality. I need it. She's supposed to be a wild child that loves 80s music and stuff. Play that up. You know, that'd be an awesome gimmick. Like a throwback character. Play the character, your act. 
You're not just a wrestler. You're actors too. God damn it. Well, you can debate that because uh, what was I watching? I was watching something when someone mentioned about going to actor school. It was a wrestler because apparently this particular wrestler couldn't act. For whatever reason, I, I, I can't think of the person, but I'll get back to that. But as far as Tony Storm goes, look, man, I'm a fan of hers. Obviously, she's from my neck of the woods. Look, she's made her name for herself definitely down under in Europe, in Japan. She's one of the best. She was at one point one of the best Joshis going around, man. She can definitely work. But uh, as far as the personality goes, look, as far as AEW, I don't think they still know what to do with it. Let's be honest, guys. I mean, they're just holding her there. That's why we're getting the same fucking segment week in, week out, week in, week out. Same shit in the back over and over again until tonight we got the match. Where does this lead? I don't know. Probably it's going to lead to a match between B. Baker and Tony Storm. But what, what, what annoys me about Tony time is her selling. I mean, she oversells, guys. I feel like she overdoes it. Kev, am I tripping? Does she oversell, man? Is she worse than Shawn Michaels, possibly? Uh, I think you're tripping. I don't think she oversells <laughs> much. It's appropriate. Oh, I don't know. Appropriate amount of <laughs> Prof, what do you think? No, I'm again. The issue is not in the in-ring stuff. Is not the issue that I have with Tony Storm. It's, the, it's what me and the Dollar King are saying. It's the personality, lack of personality, lack of emotion. Do you want me to be invested? Of course, she's going to have a great. I'm not going to say five-star match, but she's going to have a great match in that ring. That's never going to be an issue with the professor. So that's that's the way I look at it. If there's no personality, if there's no segments for me to get behind Tony time, and I'm my. My real name is Tony, so you know I'm. <laughs> yeah. I I want her to succeed, but that's the thing. <laughs> I believe is that the first time, Prof, you've actually come out and said your shoot name, bro. No, so it slipped up occasionally here. The, the real the real OGs know who I am. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why I feel wrestlers shouldn't use their real name. You should be there. Should be aspects of you in there. You're playing. You're you're not. You don't have to call it acting. You have to be yourself up turned up to hundred. You got to show right. some versions. Like, that's why you shouldn't go by your own name because it's not you. It's you turned up on steroids. It's you on, on Pablo's, uh, or excuse me, the professor's uh, caffeine. <laughs> or, or TK's. Maybe it's TK's uh, caffeine. <laughs> not so much the professor's. The most, Red Bull like, gives you wings. Some of these girls have <laughs> personality, too. You see it on their TikToks and their Instagrams and stuff, too. Yeah. You don't see it on TV. Ruby Ride yeah. had a ton of personality with, at the Ride Squad on her TikTok, but not on TV and on her Instagram live stories. Show this on TV, women and guys. <laughs> women. <laughs> yes. Tony Beautiful. Storm, show your personality like you show it on OnlyFans. That's all I got to say. Hey, hey, hey. Well, now, I haven't checked out yeah. her OnlyFans yet, but have any of you two actually checked it out? Nah, the dirty deeds on Facebook. Like, Rough. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Tony Time all the time, my man? What me? No, I'm just I'm just no. going by what I, I read on the you know on the message boards. I'm just talking about that. Me, nah, nah, never. <laughs> I would not pay for a wrestler's uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. It's just a glorified Instagram, pretty much. Oh, dude, I don't know what she's doing. Is she getting fucked at least on on OnlyFans? I mean, oh, it's like pictures. It's like lingerie <laughs> pictures. Oh, big deal, man. Jesus Christ, man. At the end of the day. She did make apparently 30K in like, or 40K in like three hours or whatever it was. Hey, man, good on her. I mean, shit. If yeah. that ass is money, I mean, shit, I'll be showing off that ass too, man. I'm not going to lie. And more power <laughs> to you. 
She made forty k in four in four hours, Jimmy, and also the lotions were sold out. So you know, <laughs> the finest Australian <laughs> lotions were gone. <laughs> well, she is from the Gold Coast, man. So I mean, hey, and like I said, Kev, yeah, she's born in New Zealand. I don't know why Jericho brought that up, but she was raised in the Gold Coast from like three, four years old, man. Nice. Am I am I am I breaking up? By the way, fellas, or are you? Oh, no, you're, no, you're oh, good. All right, cool. Because for whatever reason, for me, it's, it's acting funny, but you guys can hear me. That's all that matters. All right. Well, I just want to say, <laughs> Big Ray says he loves us. We love you too, my man. Go and watch The Batman, as you said. Amazing. Easy girl. Amazing. And no hanky-panky. No hanky-panky, all right? Whatever you do. Just just keep take it easy. But anyway, let's move on to the next match, guys. And oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, Jimmy, can, yeah. can we at least acknowledge that, that, that great PSA from uh, the great TK? Asian Pacific uh, month appreciation month. You know, this man does not belong on TV. I keep saying this. This man does not need TV time. Every time he talks, every time the way he looks, it's just not a good look. Oh, I, God bless you, TK, that you you know you you bring in wrestling back. God bless you for starting AEW. I'm not denying that, but please, no TV time. Hire somebody to call you to call you Tony Khan. Well, you know, it's funny, guys, actually. I'm glad you brought that up, Prof, because I've been sort of looking at the timeline of TK since he took over AEW, right? If you if you see him, at first, when AEW first started, he was clean-cut TK, man. He looked drug-free, didn't look disheveled. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, we're not the only guys that, that talk about Tony Coca. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're not the only guys. I mean, a lot of podcasters out there, and, and quite big names, too, say the same thing. So where there's smoke, there's fire. And where there's lines, there's TK. So all I'm saying is he went from all clean cut to like really disheveled hair everywhere. He's the ultimate Mark Tard, guys. Come on, man. I mean, did you see Samoa Joe, for example? He was up Samoa Joe's ass, man. You know what I mean? I mean, he was blowing smoke in his ass. Like literally. And even at the at the scrimmage, like the post, the post-show scrimmage, especially after Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, Joe looked like he wanted to get the fuck away from TK, man. While TK was like, no, 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 come, come, come touch my leg. Just touch it. Touch it. You know what I mean? And it's just fucked up, man. As long as the check's clear, Jimmy, as long as the check's clear, do whatever you want. Call me that. Be amped about anybody in in the wrestling business, just as long as the check's clear. I get what you're saying. He looks disheveled. But you know what? You know why he looks disheveled, Jimmy? Because he's riding the damn thing. He's riding. He's booking. You know, he's got Dynamite, he's got Rampage, he's got ROH, he's got uh, AEW Dark. He's writing for all this. He, he's trying to get ROH TV deals. He's got it. And, of course, he's trying to help his dad, uh, you know, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, getting them out the basement. He's trying to help oh, a soccer God. team get, get out of the basement. So he's got a lot on his plate. He's been wow. buying a lot of uh, cocaine from Johnny Depp, too. So, you know. Oh, been- for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, he's got the ultimate blow, if you know what I mean, Kev. That's right. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I'm convinced he's on the fucking, you know, the Tony Coca. I mean, 100%. Especially that, you know, 100% grade A Colombian for sure, man. I mean, that's surely where, where Johnny Depp is getting his shit from. But anyway, enough of the of the Coke talk. <laughs> Let's get on to the next match, guys. Actually, more like a little call-in, shall I say. Where Eddie Kingston calls in the show with a message for Chris Jericho. What Jericho did to him with the fireball made his wife cry. Can you believe that, guys? I feel bad for Mrs. Kingston. Anyway, so now he's going to make Chris feel the same fear 
and pain. Just quietly, Prof, this kind of reminds me of a throwback of WCW, maybe even WC- – you know, remember the Nitro – the nitros and thunders, well, more so nitros. Where, where, uh, what's his name? Uh, Marshall, what's his first name? Marshall, Marshall, yeah, he was a commentator. Yeah, you know, something Marshall. Come on, guys, you know this. He's dead now. He was a commentator on thunder and would always call in during nitro. Oh, Lee Marshall, Lee Marshall, that's it. Mm-hmm. Lee Marshall, thank you. That's what this reminded me of. <laughs> like, where Lee Marshall would call in, except mm-hmm. instead of promoting next week's nitro in whatever city. We've got Kingston. This is dumb to me. Calling up Chris Jericho. Well, I understand. He's... I understand where you're coming from with your displeasure. But you know, being right. the professor, being the being the man that I am with the pro wrestling reflection, key plug, guys. But anyway, right. neither, neither here nor there. Absolutely. But Eddie Kingston calling in to uh to the show and speaking to Chris Jericho is very mid-south. It's very it, it's a southern wrestling storyline, Jimmy. You know, Absolutely. it's like Jerry the King Lawler getting burned in the face and calling, you know, Mid South Studios to to talk to Bill Dundee or to talk to Austin Idol. That's the 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 kind of emotion that Eddie Kingston's trying. And plus, when Eddie Kingston said his wife cried, seeing his face being burned, whatever the case may be, that's what that's the per. Well, it's not personality. That's just realism. He's just giving you that realism, the real emotion. <laughs> Maybe you don't like it, Jimmy. It's okay. I mean, again, tomato, tomato. Everybody got taste. But for the purpose of what Eddie Kingston brings to the table, and and Kevin Panetta's got the is, <laughs> is, is rubbing the kitty. I don't, you know, <laughs> see what you get. You get on channel out to do rubbing kitties and all that stuff. But neither here nor there. But that is the emotion, Jimmy. You gotta you gotta respect the emotion of Eddie Kingston. Kev, before I answer Mike, before I answer your your thing there, Prof, I want to take it to Kev. Kev, was this cheesy? Was this stupid? Or does Professor have a point? Um, it was a tad cheesy, only because I didn't believe that his wife really cried and stuff. But Eddie's yeah. great. Eddie can do no wrong. He, he's he's like a wordsmith. He's like he's like the wrestling Shakespeare. You know, he's like a thug Shakespeare. Like he's like, <laughs> Shakespeare. If you're gonna, if it's if it's something stupid, Eddie can kind of get you to suspend your disbelief and believe a little bit. Eddie is awesome. He'd be well, a TNT champion for, at one point. Yeah, but you know what, guys? I'm gonna I want to play devil's advocate here, right? I, I like Kingston, but let's be honest, man. He talks shit. Mm-hmm. All right, he really talks shit. First of all, you've got him in uh, LAX or Proud and Powerful, or or shall I say, X Lax. Yeah, X Lax. Yeah, more oh, like, <laughs> more. Like, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, guys. I mean, can we call them LA jobbers by this point? I mean, or jobbers. I mean, seriously, they, they never get any fucking wins for whatever reason, and I feel bad for them because they deserve to get all their wins. But Eddie Kingston, first of all, wasn't he on Dynamite? Yeah, right, he was. Yeah. Right. We know this week's rampage is is taped. Right after Dynamite, or or before, whatever it was, more more likely after Dynamite. So why would he have to call in? And what phone was he calling? Oh no, in? He, he wasn't on this past Dynamite. You sure? It was just, it was just, yeah, it was just Santana Ortiz. Eddie Kingston was supposedly home. Oh, okay. he, he wasn't. Right. He wasn't in the supposedly wasn't in the building. He was well, on Dynamite the week prior. Yeah, just, uh, just, okay, for, right. just for clarity. Yeah, they should have fired right. And, and we did do the skirmish too, actually, this past week, Prof. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, well, then that changes things. As long as he wasn't in the building. No, but but you're enough. right about the booking of LAX or XLAX, whatever you want to call them. I, I get you. You know, I'm I'm very uh, disappointed in TK or Tony Coca in the booking of <laughs> Santana Ortiz. I think that I, I've said it on the skirmish, and I'll say it again. They deserve a little bit more. They've been pigeonholed with anything Jericho booking for the last two and a half, three years. I think we gave you the, the, the numbers, the metrics. 80% of their matches – is very is Jericho esque, or or Jericho was involved in it. So that's yeah. not a good, you know, right. it's not good. And twenty percent, they got some different matches here and there, but it just didn't feel special. So you know, I want them to go after the ROH tag team titles against FTR. I want them to go after Jurassic Express and the AEW tag team titles. You know, I want them to fight the Young Bucks. I want them to fight, you know, all these tag teams. You know, I want them to fight Red Dragon. But you know, get them out of that pigeonhole with the you know the Jericho Appreciation Society and that dumbass 2.0 team i don't want them i don't want them on my tv that's that i'm be real right there Oof, that's that's harsh kev do you, do I you actually, hate i okay. thoroughly enjoy the jericho appreciation society i the actually Jack- love, i love daniel garcia now and uh 2.0 is better than they have been i love that I but know. uh but lax should get away from jericho they already been with him too much and uh lax and uh the best friends haven't been relevant so they put on that Dave Meltzer five star banging banger uh, parking lot battle brawl. They've they've been absolutely trash since then. Haven't been respected either of those two teams. No respect. I can understand about best friends, but but X Lax, <laughs> I love that. Is <laughs> is uh needs way more respect, man, because they come across as serious. They always look like they're gonna kick your ass, but these guys have become the ultimate chokers, man. They're so I see it say, they're they're so tiny. That's wait, 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 wait. Who? No, Santana is pretty decent size, dude. Uh, looks like Come a, on, man. Ortiz, yeah, fair enough. But Santana, pretty small. he's gained a bit of muscle. Really? Yeah, Prof, do you small. agree with that? Well, I've seen Santana Ortiz since Impact days. You know, they, they look all right to me. You know, I got no problem with that. But, you know, just like uh, the Dollar King said, yeah, after that five-star brawl, I actually hated that match. I guess maybe it was the best yeah. friend that, that was me. I but yeah, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of it too. Not on me, five star. <laughs> oh, okay. no, no. I'm just, they call it, you know, Meltzer called it a five star. I was like, okay, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, that's a great example of the 20% that they've done besides that Jericho stuff. That's what it is. It's the 80% that's just, they've been pigeonholed too much and they haven't. They have no identity. That, that's the way I, I look at it. The LAX has no identity. Only a, only to have the Jericho uh, fixation w- with them. That's the problem with that I have with that. So, again, I see five on. Th- it's five on three. They're gonna add two more people: Blood and Guts, Jericho Appreciation Society, and X Lax plus two others. <laughs> whoever they get, you know, or maybe the 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 BBC, the the Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club might join in the in the in the uh, in the fray because they want violence too. So, Blood and Guts. Perfect for them to to join in that fray if they want to do that in the summer. I, th- I think I hate to Conan, say Conan to talk talk for him. I think Conan would help him out. Kept absolutely, Conan. absolutely, K Dog, man, for sure. Absolutely, I agree one hundred percent, Kev. But you describing all that, Prof, almost sound like a a bad porn, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. First of all, what is the obsession with Jericho? How can LAX sit there, or sorry, Xlax? Hashtag XLAX. That's that's gonna get that's gonna go viral. But um, how do they, how do they sit back and see this shit and look at their careers? 
because essentially when they do promos, when they cut their promos, they're essentially telling the truth, right? I mean, most of the times they're really telling the truth. So if they're self-aware with what the IWC are all talking about online, why do they continue to agree to these type of feuds? And and why do, do they agree to be babysitted by Jericho for over a year now? It just doesn't make sense to me. Props. Oh, sorry, Kev. Go, no, no, go, go first. Go ahead, Kev. There's just too many teams. That's the only way they'll get on TV. It's like, hey, play with Jericho. Okay. Just be on Rampage play, or like, Elevation or Dark, you know? Yeah, but but hold on a minute. Yeah, there is a lot of teams. That's that's true. But LAX is meant to be one of the top four or five teams in AEW. Not fucking sitting there just doing nothing and just playing with Jericho's balls, literally. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Prof. You got two hours of dynamite you got one hour of rampage you got three hours of important television time jimmy and whatever's booked for you it's better than being booked on youtube so you're going to take that so if santana ortiz has got to take you know that the jericho angles so be it they at least know they're going to be on tv and they got to knock it out of the ballpark have they knocked out of the ballpark that's debatable for another day but that's what they got to do yeah and then absolutely a lot of these wrestlers' mentality on AEW is they'd rather just play for 20 minutes and lose than to protect their character, protect their uh, legacy. I agree with you 100%, brother. It's true, man, but it is what it is. Well, we move on. Talk about irrelevance. Uh, we move on to Tony Nese demanding a match against Danhausen next week. Why is this guy even signed? Let's be honest, guys, and I'll, and I'll ask you first, Prof. Don't you think his abs are more over than his fucking head? I mean, he's he's like something from here down, but up here he just doesn't seem like a professional wrestler. Well, you know what? Tony Nese is a product of what I've said for many years. You know, if you ever found me on Twitter, PRO, you know, PWS or PROF, I've said this. You got 150 wrestlers that look like Tony Nese. There's no separation. He's good in the ring. He'll give you a good match. Especially when he did NXT, he did some good cruiserweight matches. Not going to lie. But you know what? Was he the best free agent signing of AEW history? No. I mean, you know, Tony Khan signs who he signs. But what has he done? Just like you said, what has he really done on AEW? You know, he could have 100 matches on AEW Dark. I wouldn't be surprised if he's, if he's going to be number three in the top five rankings next week. But it doesn't matter to me. Oh, boy. This, is good. this is his first probably his second match on television where it matters because his first he had like two maybe one or two matches on rampage the most that i can remember off the top of my head so this yeah. is this is probably is going to be his most important match right now against a guy named Danhausen. nothing nothing wrong with a guy named Danhausen. i do love my <laughs> comedy i love a comedy wrestler he brings more Danhausen brings more to the table on tv than tony niece that's that's the truth Wow, is that crazy or what? I mean, but it is. It's true. It's it's the truth. Even though he's a he's an Andy Kaufman ripoff. Let's be honest. He's Andy Kaufman with the uh, face paint and uh, a lot smaller. Kev, I'm I mean, a I'm a big Tony Nese fan. I met him about a month uh, ago. I'm a little biased. He did. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Really nice guy. He's a really nice guy. He was wearing a Mets hat in Philly. Had the balls to do that. And I actually said it to him like, "Oh, you're in the wrong spot to be wearing that hat." He <laughs> said he was really nice. Uh, I liked him. I liked his work, but uh, but he definitely needs to show a personality on TV, like we were saying about the women. 
He's the kind of guy when Tony Khan signed him, him and Buddy Murphy both, you should have pushed them to the moon just to say like, hey, it's not just the X guys that uh, were stars already. We can build our own new stars. Like those mid-card guys in WWE, they're the guys he should have pushed too if you want. Well, Tony needs. I don't think there's any room for him to be pushed, to be honest, man. The only room there is is to push him out the door, in my opinion. So I'm sorry. No, he, he offers good quality matches, whether it's Dynamite, Rampage, or YouTube, Jimmy. So, that, I mean, I'm not knocking his, his wrestling. Again, it, there's nothing wrong with the in-ring stuff. Again, it's always, we, we'll always talk about that personality. Being with Mark Sterling at least gives me some – gives him a little separation – can give him that TV time that he needs. He's got a mouthpiece to talk from if he chooses to. I think he needs to l- let Mark Sterling do more talking for him. I know that Tony needs, wants to show his personality, but Mark Sterling is there for a reason, guys. But just let him do this stuff in the ring, and let's see how this match against Danhausen goes. I saw Danhausen, you know, in ROH here and there. Again, a good comedy wrestler does what he needs to do in the rings there's just you know if, if dan housen embarrasses tony knees guys which he will. i don't know where tony knees goes from there that's the, <laughs> that's the thing straight out the door housing that's where he goes from there I'm you sorry. talk you talk about curse that's the curse jimmy <laughs> that's a, oh come on guys you, you guys both know it it's that's what's gonna happen dan housen's gonna get the win maybe hook interferes who knows we'll see right because maybe you know Mark Todd Sterling might get involved for Nice to try to win, and then we get you know Hook coming out, chokes out Sterling, Danhausen gets the win, and Hookhausen is off to the races, ladies and gentlemen. I was about to ask if you heard the, the Hookhausen name. <laughs> Absolutely, it's it's Hookamania, brother. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, shit. Hey, I'm a fan of Hook. Danhausen, oh, man. I hate to say it, but he's growing on me. I, I did see him in Ring of Honor. Don't get me wrong. And there is a place for comedy acts in professional wrestling. And for whatever reason, this motherfucker gets me laughing. He's just that I, I don't know why. He makes Vari- but it's variety, Jimmy. Right, you know that. And, and Kevin knows this. You need a little a sprinkle of everything. You need good matches. You need the violence. But, of course, you just need to sprinkle that little comedy act here and there. There's nothing wrong with that. He brings it to the table like, again. Santino Morello, let's let's be honest. He brought that element to WWE when it was needed, and people pop for that. So Dan Housen, people are popping when he curses people. That's what it is. And people are <laughs> people made shirts that said Hook House. I don't know if those were real AEW shop shirt shirts or somebody <laughs> really took the time and effort to make a shirt that said Hook Housen. <laughs> that was well played, there, Prof. Kev. Um, so I never saw him in Ring of Honor. He just curses people. I still don't get it. Like they never explain it. They don't say anything. Like on that's a big problem with AEW too. They assume like I have to watch all the New Japan shows, Ring of Honor shows. They don't explain shit. That, well, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the, the issue. issue. Is he like a witch doctor? Like what the, is he just? He's just a psycho. Is he like? Does he think he's like the bad guy from Despicable Me? Those, you know, like what the fuck is he? If well, was what he thinks he is, or he I, would say, I might. You, like you're right about everything, Kevin. That's how I'll answer it. Okay. You're, you're right about everything. It, it, again, it just he just adds that element of comedy. And again, you, you know, you, you you hit the nail on the head about you got to do your homework. I, I guess Tony Khan just says, you know what? It's not my job to make you understand who these people are. It's your job. You put in the, the, the effort. You go on YouTube. You go back on Ring of Honor. You go to New Japan World or whatever, and you do the homework. It's a, it's a funny thing, but yet the hardcore fans will do their homework. They're going to do it. 
they don't have streaming services though. I haven't tried to show my uh-huh. friends the stadium stampede matches because like but it was awesome and like I can't even show them that. You can't even go back and show them the shit. I'm trying to like expand their audience and you can't. I've been I've been wrote Cody Rhodes like yeah I want to show them that Wardlow cage match. I can't even show them that. You know like I'm trying to <laughs> guys grow. So like how could I have people do the homework? I can't even do the homework. It's not online to find. <laughs> but I'm not gonna be media about it. It's <laughs> well, share that some of like, tell me, tell, make me like it. Right, I, I, I get you, man. I get you, but you know what? Shout outs to my boy Demetrios Pontikas. He's a personal friend of mine that I've known for a long time. A fellow Greek Aussie. He says, "Word of the day: No charisma." Well, it depends, man. He's got something. If you're talking about Wardlow, I mean Wardlow. If you're talking about Danhausen, <laughs> he's he's. I didn't mean that. I wasn't trying to do anything there with Wardlow. I actually like Wardlow. Just quietly, Prof. But uh, I, I'm just going to do this for Dan. How's it on you? No, 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 <laughs> no. no. <laughs> hey, don't, I don't know if you guys have seen this. Actually, I want to play you guys something. You guys are going to laugh. You want to see no charisma, guys? I mean, you will absolutely laugh. I just got to find it for a second. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Like I said, oh, he, oh, is this it? I think I found it. Oh boy, check this out. Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. It's a wonderful gift to Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. Dan Housen, great friend, great strong friend, Billy Ass. And a gift for his wonderful Ass Boys, a new entrance theme song. So that way, they can embrace the ass and enter to the proper musics. Dan Housen has hired musical professionals to do such a thing. Dan Housen brought the lyrics himself. So enjoy. We're the Ass Boys. Yeah, we're the ass boys, all right? That was amazing. That, that's Dan Housen in a nutshell. That's what he offers. That's what he brings to the table. Now, again, you didn't see that on Dynamite. Oh. You didn't see that on Rampage. It's on YouTube. That That's the pro- That's what Kevin was talking about. You got to do your homework on that, which this is a great example where you got to put this on Dynamite. You got to put this on a Rampage so this way people can pop in the arenas and show you know that emotion and, and just go – Pop for Dan Housen for, for that reason, but they don't do that. They choose not to do that. I have a bunch of casual wrestling fans that just come over for the pay-per-views. If I showed them that, they would love this guy, you know, but just watching, they're like, what the fuck am I watching? Am I too? Like, the, <laughs> this is like Jesus. the 24-7 division. Oh, that song's not going to get out of my head. But Prof and Kev, look, you boys are right. First of all, Prof, like you said, you got to fucking search for this shit. Otherwise, you ain't finding shit. Or you don't know shit. And uh, that's the issue, man. I mean, I don't understand why TK continues to do this shit, like where he doesn't give you any backstory. Didn't Cody once say, while he was an AEW guy, that uh, you don't need to watch BTE. You don't need to watch every fucking vlog that every AEW wrestler does. 
right? But apparently you do, it seems, because yeah. you got to watch not only Sammy Guevara's vlog, you got to watch uh, Thunder Rose's vlog, you got to watch the Young Bucks's vlog, you got to watch fucking all Danhausen's vlog. Shit, man, at this point, you got to watch at least 20 hours of AEW in one day just to know and keep up with the storylines. And this is why AEW needs a streaming network, so this way they can put this all in one bubble, and then you can actually find all this stuff that you're talking about, Jimmy, and then everybody will be happy to, you know, find it and then, you know, watch the product along accordingly. Absolutely, man. Uh, my, my boy Demetrios Pontikas says, it could be a backstage issue. Some of these wrestlers get held back. This shit happens. Oh, absolutely. It's a backstage issue, too. And then... uh. The, when NXT 1.0 is at its hottest, they knew when to pull the trigger at the right time, too. They'd have the hot hand, be the champion. Tony Khan sticks to his plan too much and doesn't pull the trigger on guys when he needs to. He's going to stick with Hangman and like just because like he has got to prove he was right. Like He sticks to the plan too often. When, when you get the hot oh. hand, give the hot hand the belt. Absolutely. I agree, oh. Prof. I agree 100% with Captain right there. All right, well, let's move on to the next match, which is our boy Hook versus JD Drake. Didn't these two already wrestle, man? Yeah. Right, well, they this wrestled the, again. This was the rematch we all wanted. That was in Hook first did the no-sell on the on him, and then like, the whole internet freaked out. Because did the same nah, nah, nah. What you saw is, is Hookamania hooking up, brother. He wasn't no-selling. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway... Hook and his no-selling ass ends up defeating J.D. Drake. No surprise there. The match goes for, I don't know, what, two minutes, if that? I mean, seriously, nothing to really write home about other than Hook keeps winning and Dan Housen and Hook are going to be a thing. Prof, anything to mention about this match? Well, again, this is my nitpicking of Hook. You know, the, the funny thing about Hook, he gets cheered for... But he's on Team Taz. Have, hey, you know, right. Hook could be used for any Ricky Starks war and Hobbs war that they're having. It's kind of funny we haven't we haven't seen them in a trios match. True. This That's would be the point. and there's a trios title coming. You know, very soon, guys. Team Taz can be top contenders for the trios championships. But you know what? You're gonna mess up the dynamic because you got two guys from Team Taz that gets booed out the building if they. They all the time, but then Hook is the the wild card, the, the wild card tweener. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, you know, maybe that's just my nitpicking there. So have you noticed? No Ricky Starks, no Hobbs, no no Hobbs in his corner. It's kind of funny. It's Hook the prof. He don't need anyone in his corner, bro. <laughs> he, he was the, he was in their corners before he started wrestling. He was. Mm -hmm. Hook, Hook needs no one but Hook, bro. Come on, <laughs> Ev. Yeah, Rampage is Hook. It's the Hook show, you know. Like, uh, I guess. Yeah, but I like Hook too. But like, uh, what's his, his what? Where's his ceiling at? He's uh, he's tiny, you know. He's but he's got charisma. Even though he doesn't really speak much. Um, the crowd loves him, but like, he's so small. I know I keep parking on that, but he's he's a little guy. They don't have like a cruiserweight division. I could see him maybe one day getting a TNT championship, but like the, a trios thing would be great for him too. Like he, he could like get run that. If they, I don't want a trios belt, but it looks like they're gonna do it. That you know we're getting a trio's belt, Kev. Come on, bro. Belts already there. Hating belt, you know. He's coming next. Oh man. Well, we're gonna get it, bro. Whether we like it or not, we're getting a trio's fucking championship. It is what it is. I mean, that's where they're going, dude. And they've been going there for quite a while. But as far as 
Hulkamania, brother. Can't help him, man, because it's, it's running wild, bro. It's running wild. Look, as far as his size goes, I don't think it's too bad. I mean, look, because at the end of the day, he throws some big motherfuckers pretty easily, man. Let's be honest, right? I mean, he's T-bone suplexes. I mean, he does them just like his old man. I mean, he just he's the human suplex machine, except in the hook form. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, man. Look, give him some time. He's still Wait, he's still let me let me let me let me ask this question to Kevin. Now you you know the way Taz looked back in his prime in ECW, right? Yeah. Put hook if hook had Taz's kind of like mass right. and right. and his stature, would you take him seriously, Kevin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Maybe that that's because Taz was small too. Not in not in mass, but he was small. Absolutely small, but you know what, man? He was believable though, Chavella. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm not believable. saying I'm just I'm just yeah. asking like visually, yeah. if he if Hook had the mass and and stature that Taz did in like 96, 97, 98, would he take him seriously? Then that's that's the issue because Hook is thin and and tall, a little tall and taller than his dad. But he if he had the mass, he had the body oh, mass he, like Taz. Yeah, I think Kevin would it's a mass. He definitely needs a mass. He's got a good build, a good physique, but Mm-hmm. Kevin, for the long term, I mean, he's still young. You know, he he's got ten years before. I was thinking, like in three years, then he's got to start trying to get some more mass and stuff. Absolutely, and I think he'll get there, man. I mean, shit, I don't know how tall he is. I don't know if he's about. Do you think he even reaches five ten, or is he about five nine, five eight? Let's be honest. Five, five eight, five nine, five eight. Shit, he looks even taller with the hair. That's why. Right, and maybe that's why he does that. I mean, to hide, you know, how short he is. You, I mean. If, he, a, if he's bald, he's 5'7". With, with the hair, he's 6'8". <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, anyway, like I said, I'm a fan of his. I don't know where we go from here. It's still, I mean, we know where we're going. But really, even AEW doesn't know where they're really going with Hook. I mean, after the Danhausen stuff, where do you go? And as far as Team Taz, come on, Prof. One, every second week, they're baby faces. Then every other week, they're heels. Then their baby faces and the heels. Taz, when he's commentating, he's pretty much a face. Then Taz, when he's in the corner of Hobbs and Starks. You're right. I, I just want consistency, but there is no consistency, even with Team Taz itself. But at the end of the day with uh, Hook, you know, it's a slow burn, Jimmy. And, and I, I kind of like the slow burn because yeah, you don't want you don't want to push him too much to the moon too quickly because then they'll you'll have the haters you'll have the detractors you know they'll 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 talk about that like you know nepotism and all this stuff so we don't have that so with this angle with dan housing hook housing let's see where it goes it fills time and hook is getting tv time that's it absolutely kev uh real quick uh team taz had my favorite match in the last like three months believe it or not when uh powerhouse Hobbs and ricky starks beat keith lee and swerve scott i love that really match. Yeah, I, I like that match too. But as far as being the best match in the last three months, I mean, that's a big call, bro. Come on, no, Better than Cody? he means for them, yeah. Oh, oh, not like in professional wrestling overall, no, right? No, okay, <laughs> right. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, bro, Jeez. it's not the best, it was my favorite because, like, uh, I'm invested in Hobbs. I thought he had no chance of winning because there's never any upsets, and he actually pinned Keith Lee. Like, before the match, Ooh. you always want to zone out, you're like, it's gonna be a 20 minute match. Swerve's the newest guy. He's going to pin uh, Powerhouse here. And that was, yeah, it was actually a good match. And Powerhouse pinned Keith Lee, which I was shocked on. So I was ecstatic. True. They did some more surprise booking and give it to some young up and coming guys, too. Well, before we even get away from Danhausen and Hook, 
We get Danhausen coming to the ring with a mic and suggests that he might need some help to thwart Mark Sterling when he faces Tony Nice. The crowd chant the Hookhausen. Danhausen asks Hook to be in his corner for the match and offers a handshake. Danhausen makes a mistake of encouraging Hook by putting his hands on him. Hook shoves Danhausen down. Danhausen leaves a birthday gift for Hook. It's a bag of chips with a bow on it. Hook picks it up and then drops it and leaves. Happy birthday, Hook. I forgot it was his birthday. And happy birthday, Professor, once again. Thank you very, thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's birthdays all around. So, uh, yeah, any, any more to say about this segment or do we just want to move on? Move it along. Let's move it along, yeah, because we've already said enough. Well, well, real quick, I, like, people like this, so I'm going to give it a chance. Like, I like seeing people happy. I didn't like Orange Cassidy at first. I gave him a chance, and uh, he grew on me enough where I didn't want to change the channel and got the Pixies oh. song. You know, so, like, uh, I'll, I'll give this a chance, too. Well, just like the song goes, where is my mind? Where is your mind, actually, Kev, with friggin' Orange Cassidy? Seriously now, come on, bro. I don't hate him. <laughs> it's ridiculous he beat Adam Cole, but he's okay. He's, he's on the TV. No, he didn't. No, he didn't, bro. That was a... That didn't exist. That match didn't exist, ah. remember? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth. Definitely a myth. Anyway, we get FTR cutting a babyface promo. <laughs> this is dumb. I'll tell you why in a minute. Dax Harwood is damned if you'll let Adam Cole beat him in the Owen Hart tournament next week. Dax has to win it all because it means so much to him. And he even said, not only is he going to do it for himself and for his best friend, for his wife, but even for the Hart family, guys. Does the dick sucking of Bret Hart and the half and we continue with FDR, Prof? Well, you know what? I, again, maybe I'm going to be biased here, but FTR is my favorite team today. So I have no problem with, with what they are. But, you know, I like them better as heels. I don't like them as baby faces, you know, because what FTR's run is going to be, again, the fans will cheer for FTR. You'll hear them chant it, you know, to the moon, FTR, FTR. I have no problem with that. But the reality is, FTR is going to be like when the Midnight Express were good guys. You know, you, you get where I'm going with this. You know, they had good matches, but then, you know, their their legacy of the, like the Midnight Express are being heels, cheaters, you know, t- cutting corners. Absolutely. FTR is Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. FTR is a heel Midnight Express. They, yeah. they know how to play that card, that psychological role better than being faces. I don't like them as faces. That's just my own personal nitpick. And they're, tr- you know, if we're going to call it cosplaying for the hearts, then so be it. Then they're cosplaying for the hearts. But again, <laughs> I'll say this. You do you you pay tribute to the hearts once every six months. I got no problem with that. You pay <laughs> tribute to Bret Hart once every week. I got a problem with that because then there's no original, no real originality. Prof, that's the problem, though, man. It's not every six months. <laughs> It's every fucking week, bro. All I hear is fucking... It was me and Kev, as a matter of fact, on Monday Night Machismo, last week's edition of the Monday Night Machismo, where weren't we saying, you know, we don't mind some dick sucking, but we want a bit of variety when it comes to dick sucking, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we said. Yep. And and this is exactly it. I'm cool with the dick sucking, but come on, can we get some variety? I don't want to hear about Bret Hart every fucking week. Did you hear what he said on Twitter? He said, uh, no, he said that match was better than coming. <laughs> His match against oh, uh, no, <laughs> no, he didn't, bro. He did such a mark. No, <laughs> I love them too, but that's... Oh. 
No. Oh no, bro! Really? I made a tweet making fun of him, but I didn't like say it. I, I wrote bench pressing is better than coming. I was making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man! I'm sorry, Prof. You can keep those I, motherfuckers. I'm not even gonna bro. touch that. I'm not touching that. I'm not touching <laughs> that. Eh? I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> God damn it, man. Thanks for the information there. Both of you guys. Do you think they, I have a question for both of you guys. Do you think they turn face? Because they I have to I'd have to sit down and write it down too. Is there just too many heel tag teams? That was their only way to get on TV if they changed face. You got uh Redragon, Young Bucks, you got I think the only face team is like the uh Jurassic Express and the Hardys. Good point. Probably, not, prob- yeah, there was a there was a need to have a little balance in that tag team division, and they needed to. They were the only acceptable team, Kev, to turn face. Like I said, it's just me personal nitpicking. They're better heels, but they're gonna have this run. Maybe a six six to nine months as baby faces. They will turn on somebody to get that heat back. I I I see that. Yeah, I agree with you. They're better as heels too, and I don't get them as faces. Like it, it's totally the opposite of your character and gimmick too. But uh, I was just asking the question. Just I had a feeling. No, no, you're you're right because of the because of Red Dragon because of the young. I mean, the young bucks tried to be faces, and you know people were booing them. They they were they were pissed off at them. So what did they do? They had to play it off because it worked for them. I I think because there was a need for baby faces, and FTR is the perfect. You know. I'm not trying to be a hypocrite of what I'm going to say, but they were the perfect team because they respect the legacy of the Hart Foundation. They respect the legacy of tag team wrestling where the fans can accept them as baby faces. You know, you know what, guys? We need more of this and less of uh, what I was showing just before because as far as FTR goes, man, first of all, enough of the fucking s- snowflake shit by... Dax and Pax and Chax and Lax, whatever, Dax whatever Lax. they called. Yeah, Dax Lax, exactly. Or should we say Lax, Elax? E- e- but anyway, um, anyway, enough of the Laxes. Whatever the fuck they are, they're woods, they're hard. I don't know what the fuck. But uh, I like FTR, but I don't like their. How can I put it? I don't want to say their beliefs, but I'm going to do it for my family. I'm going to do it for this. I'm going to do it for that. I'm going to do it for Bret Hart. I'm going to do it for for Oge Hart. I'm going to do it for Athena Hart. I mean, and most of all, we're going to do it for Owen Hart. I mean, come on. Like no, you're guys- right. You're right. It, but again, but they're the perfect tag team to be faces to pay homage to the legacies of the hearts for this purpose, for this run. But like I said, I don't think it'll last that long. I'll give it six to nine months. Uh-huh. They'll, they'll go back to what they are, you know, groomed to be heels, the best damn tag team in the business. Well, first of all, we don't need Bret Hart to be in their corner. Let's be real. It wouldn't suit it, man. I don't think it would suit it. If Bobby the Brain Heenan was still alive, he would be the perfect guy to be in their corner. Let's be honest. I mean, it'd be the Heenan family all over again, and it's pretty much Tully and Arn, like reincarnated in, into, into FTR. I mean, tell, seriously, it's a brain busters. Well, again, you want to talk about cosplay. I mean, you know, I get, but then I'm – Bear with me. I'm gonna go on a diatribe here, Kev. So you know, you know, FTR had, had had a match, and I think Dennis Condry was in their corner. FTR had a match in like North Carolina, and probably like like Jim Cornette would, would be in his corner. All these little towns, yes, they're they're paying respects to the to the legends of the past, Kev. But again, is it cosplaying? Is it respect? What what do we say here? Again, to each his own. 
But if you do it every week, I, I you kind of loses his luster. Kev, do we need the same dick sucking like we're saying about WWE every week? I say we suck, want variety, damn it. Suck different dicks. Suck a different <laughs> dicks. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i love that man anyway <laughs> anyway we move on next to uh rio oh versus yuka yeah it's like all right but we move to a match between rio versus yuka sakazaki speaking of sucking yeah. uh, in a qualifying match for the owen hart foundation tournament rio ends up defeating yuka sakazaki and qualifies for the women's owen hart tournament and uh are we getting signs of a rio heel turn over here guys She's wearing black and she's just, she's complaining to the referee. You know what I mean? Oh, I think we're getting a turn here. Prof is Rio a baddie. Oh God. <laughs> An international baddie. Oh, I'm telling you, bro. She's going to be part of the baddie section. <laughs> Rio was a victim of being pushed too hard, too quickly, too fast. In the sounds beginning. bad, Prof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it depends on where you know how you took it how you take that so there's nothing wrong with it but for this purpose rio was being pushed too quickly and and the the stain was already there so for her to to switch is it believable no she's 90 pounds soaking wet so i can't even believe her as a heel can she cheat uh... yes okay but it doesn't fit it just doesn't fit let her be that 90 pound you know i guess all eyes soaking wet i will never believe her as a heel even if she tries her her hardest that's a girl who will need max kevin she needs to look like taz for me to believe that she's a heel <laughs> Fuck, imagine that anyway kev please if she's 90 pounds it doesn't matter if she's a healer face it's not believable oh, but it's easier to express a personality as a heel. So the best way for her to, <laughs> especially in one of the, well, 100% great English too. That, it's exactly. To, it's easier to show your personality as a heel. You can do more acute tactics without speaking in the ring and you can actually present your character a little better. So it's a smart move for her if she wants to stay with this company to try to be a heel, to try to come up with a personality instead of just the, as what's X color tell you? She's a Yoshi Queen Princess. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> he just laughed. Someone creamed, what? Someone creamed in their panties. My nephew would hurt. Like my thirteen-year-old nephew would kick her ass. You know. <laughs> <laughs> my finger would kick her ass. Like, He's like a world like, champion of Japan, like X Caliber. You're making the <laughs> division look weaker. Like so. oh man, if the rumors are true about Kenny and fucking uh, Riho. <laughs> Damn it, bro. I, I can't help but think that your pelvis will get a beating after going doggy style, like Red Dog would say. But anyway. That was the right decision, her going over, though. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I agree. Absolutely. But I'll disagree with you a little tiny bit there, Kev, because the problem with being a heel, you need to talk more, right? And uh, eh, well, 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 Jimmy, look at it this way. And I don't know. Again, I don't know behind the scenes, but what's that girl's name that's on that's in stardom that was in AEW? maki ito or something oh yeah maki ito right oh, now if she's, got if, if she's yeah she but i don't know if she's gonna come back to aew on a more full-time basis so if rio's there more more consistently than maki ito then you know the old business uh 
attitude or corporate America is you copy something that's successful. If Macchiato is not going to be there on a full-time basis and Rio is, what do you do? You create your own Macchiato because you got Rio there. Oh, no, bro. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's going to work, but I'm saying if she's going to be there more consistently than Macchiato, you create a variation. That's just like Coke and Pepsi. You create a variation of something. <laughs> what about RC Cola, bro? <laughs> RC's good. Hey, I agree. She's more like RC Cola, though. That's the problem, bro. <laughs> I can't picture her being, ah, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't picture that shit, bro. Kev. Poor black, dude. She's bad. <laughs> she's a heel, bro. She's, she's wearing black. She's badass now, bro. Remember that. All right. I'm just saying. But it's not just the color. It's also her actions during the match that made me think it seems like we're going, you know, into a heel turn. But what is she going to say? Nothing. That's the problem. She's going to say fucking nothing. Like, you know what I mean? And at least with Asuka, you can sort of go either way with her. I'm just giving an example because we're talking about Joshi wrestlers over here. Asuka, at least she could just turn around and go, nobody want to. Man, you know, fuck see, me all see, if, see if AEW yeah. wants to be sports entertainment light, you put subtitles when she talks, <laughs> yeah. or oh. you have an English commentator speaking while she's speaking Japanese, just like they do in New Japan with that with that weird looking guy that looks like Harry Potter. Oh yeah, <laughs> with all the translations. <laughs> Hell, uh, I hate his voice too. Jimmy, how are you saying? Like Asuka, how her, she's very charismatic too, with even with like not perfect English and Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, she is. She is, bro. Oh, yeah. And then Shinsuke Nakamura and NXT too. They're just so charismatic too. Like you, you're too. fucking with me now. You're fucking and then, with me. Oh, no, in NXT, Shinsuke. Not, Shinsuke not was the man in New Japan before NXT and oh. WWE. Trust me, bro. Yeah. He had the charisma. Not- he was dripping charisma. Yeah. In Japan Pro Wrestling. That's I'm what serious. all these wrestlers should be doing on TV, trying to be as charismatic as possible, especially if you don't speak. Well, you know, to be fair to Shinsuke, they just they never gave him the chance to be the real king of strong style. You know what I'm saying? Believe me, man. Do anymore. He used to get dressed up like in uh, in New Japan with king friggin' outfits, like a real cocky motherfucker, bro. Like being the king of strong. Like you don't see that shit anymore, man. He's lost his fire, bro. So many like, people. I don't blame him. Oh, look pretty cool. Like that. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Absolutely. But with the thing, like we're saying about Riho, I just think, you know, if if Kenny's still there, she'll have a job. But if Kenny ends up not signing with AEW for whatever reason next year, because he's actually said his contract is up in 2023, then out the door, Riho. I'm telling you, man, because there's nothing to do with it. I don't mind her. And I don't even hate the, the girl. I like, I actually enjoy watching her in the ring. I think she's quite good. Right, but she's baby got no back. You know what I'm saying? Like at all. Like she got no front. Yeah, no front, no side, no dollars. No dollar, no dollars for she's lucky to get five cents at this point, bro. Hook's got a bigger chest than a real. If I give her a dollar, (laughs) feet away from a school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, fuck with cunts. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on from uh, the Yakazaki and Rio match. To Sean Spears cutting a promo saying he's Wardlow's kryptonite setting up a match. No, you're not, Spears. You're not his kryptonite. How do we ever take this guy seriously with the way he's been booked since the inception of AEW? I know you're angry, Jimmy, but again, this is 
consistent. This is what MJF does. This, this is what he brings to the table. Every time on Dynamite or Rampage, consistently telling you that story on TV. Whatever promo he's doing, you got to get, by the time you get to MJF, you got to work your way up. You got all the goons that MJF paid a lot of money. You had Morrissey. You had Lance Archer. Now you got to go through uh, Sean Spears. And once he does that, we get what we want. Wardlow and MJF. You work your way to that storyline. So I understand, again, Sean Spears, he's getting a check. God bless him. But we know what he's there to do. Put Wardlow over. <laughs> and put everyone else over at this point. And, 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 you know, you have to do a game. The over-under on how many power bombs Wardlow's going to do to uh, Sean Spears. Oh, I count, five, I'm going to say six. I count six. six. I say five. Kev? Um, I'm just pissed still. I'm still pissed they kept Sean Spears instead of Matt Cardona. Look how great he is on the Indies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you two guys make me sick. Oh, no, and Jeff Lippman. And Jeff Lippman. I want to call you all out right now. Of the Indies. Oh, awesome. I've seen the professor and, and Dr. Jeff Lehman evil dose himself. I hope you're watching, man. Right. Have an absolute fuck fest about Matt Cardona. And I just jumped in and done the vomit emoji. I'm like, are you guys for real or what? He's amazing. And now you too, Professor's perspective, award winner, career renaissance <laughs> award winner. I gave I have to give him the award. I have to give my prestigious oh, award to Matt Cardona. He deserved it in 2021. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. Is he going to be back in the mainstream? I don't know, boys. He better. Deserves it. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, boy. If I agree with most of the shit you guys say, but at this point, sorry. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, let's move on from Cardona. And uh, Cardona sounds like a damn fucking cake or some shit. Or, or I don't know, something like that. Anyway. We all agree that Sean Spears is going to get jobbed out once again. What's his record? Does anyone know? Probably, got a, probably 25 and 2 because the U.S. probably I bet you you're right. on a dark. Uh, a a lot of dark matches. If I remember correctly, it would be he'd be around that 40, 40 win range and 18 losses range. Something like God, that. Damn it. Anyway. Let's move on to a good spot, in my opinion, where we got Dan Lambert and Men of the Year are in the ring. Lambert heals the Baltimore crowd with a joke about crabs. I know exactly who they're referring to. We're talking about Jimmy Seafood. Let's be honest, guys. They're Greeks, too, just quietly. I'm just bringing it out there. <laughs> but Jimmy Seafood, I heard he's one, some of the best shit in Baltimore. But uh, I guess Dan Lambert doesn't agree. We get Ethan Page. He's sick of Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti making out. The mixed tag match is off. Frankie Kazarian comes out talking shit on Paige and Lambert, but he believes in Scorpio Sky. However, he wants Sky to follow through on his word and give him a shot at the TNT title. Sky cuts a babyface promo. He wants to bring prestige back to the title. The days of the title getting passed around like Ty Conti backstage oof, are over. <laughs> that means Lambert needs to stop wearing his own version of the title. Sky will be fighting champion and he's giving Kazarian his match next week. This is a weird sort of segment. I, I actually loved Ethan Page's promo, though. I thought he's my guys lately. Ethan Page is he's sorely underrated in friggin' AEW right now, man. I think he's been cutting some of his best promos, period, that he's ever cut in professional wrestling. And I think it's time for him to either a break off away from Scorpio Sky. You oh, know what? If the writing's on the wall. The writing's right. on the wall. They're gonna break up. It's not I an think, issue with that. 
Well, I think Dan Lambert will stay in his corner, though. Even though he doesn't need the mouthpiece, I think it'll be Dan Lambert and Ethan Page breaking away from Scorpio Sky. Kazarian and Daniels will come for the fucking save. And guess what, guys? It's you. Yeah. What? We need more babyface tag teams, so you bring back SCU too. See, and it all works that, out. We bring back another trio. <laughs> there you go. Once mm-hmm. again for the trios championships, Kev. Are we right? You're exactly right. And um, but I told you my thoughts on Scorpio Sky. I, I said it all fair. I'll say it now too. I didn't feel he was deserving as the uh, the TNT championship at first. He had had like no matches on TV, and he just right. won the title when Sammy Guevara was like hot as ever. And way over too. They just gave him the belt like for no reason. I, I really think that Tony Khan has an algorithm where he wants a certain mm-hmm. amount of minority champions. He'll be like, "No, we had like this amount of more like champion like has like a percentages." Oof. You I sure about that, Kiv? You sure? Yeah. I think yeah, you know. only when he gets heat, then he'll start using minorities as champions. Bro. Once, once uh, Big Swole started talking shit, then like uh, that was like, that was Tony Coca fucking talking that time, bro. I think he might deserve it now. <laughs> they built him up a little bit, but he that he did not deserve it when he won. He was did nothing on TV. I'm telling you guys, man, there's gonna be a scandal on this motherfucker one day. I'm telling you now, this guy hits his fucking you know his one, one or two lines unless he does his crack. You know, maybe he smokes it. Who knows? But Whatever the case, I'm telling you now. He, you he are grows... obsessed with Tony Khan and his coke habits. Why? Uh, man, because he grows balls once he has a line or two, right? But when he's <laughs> fucking straight, he, he blames everybody else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's not my fault. I mean, come on. <laughs> bully on cocaine. Did that? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I think he really is. He, he, look at his eyes, man. Come on. He's like, guys? <laughs> like, I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you wanted the titles. You have a title. No one cokes up like the Randy, like Randy Savage, but bro, come on. Those were coked up promos back in the day, man. I mean, shit. I mean, the cream of the crop. I wonder what cream you was talking about, though, guys. But but anyway, enough of the cream. Let's go back to the crop. <laughs> T- <laughs> TK, whatever, man. I mean, shit. Like, anyway, let's fucking move on. Let's move on to Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Ricky Starks brawling at the commentary table. <laughs> A Jungle Boy lays him out and holds up the FTW title, teasing that he'll win it when he faces Starks on Dynamite next week. Guess what, guys? Jimmy Crack Corn. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like all those performers too, but it's the FTW title. Who cares? It's Again, like, is title, thing a, title is with a no title? relevancy. The title with no relevancy. You just a title with that's nothing. It'd be more entertaining if Jungle Boy walked up to the crowd and picked some big guy with a championship belt. It's like, I'm coming for you for that title. That'd be entertaining. This is so... Boy and Ricky Starks. Oh man, this is and, sad. And Jungle Boy Jack Perry is perfect for the TNT division. He's perfect to win the TNT title when he breaks away from Jurassic Express and loses the tag team titles. That's a statement title for Jungle Boy to have that kind of you know run. I've got it, guys. I've Chris got a good one. Talking shit on Jungle Boy. Do you think him and Luchasaurus go off on the side, or what do you think is going to happen there, guys? He's been. I think up. Christian and Luchasaurus are going to turn on Jungle Boy, man. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. I could just see it. I've been saying this for months anyway about Christian like absolutely turning on, on Jungle Express, except this time I think it will be Luchasaurus 
and Christian absolutely moving away from Jungle Boy. In saying that, though, doesn't you know that you know the channel Cardu Network? Yeah, right. Doesn't Turner own that? I have to look it up. Possibly they they used to, but I don't remember the Warner and Discovery. It probably Discovery still owns uh, Cartoon Network. All right, whatever the case, Discovery is taking over anyway. So why can't we get the Cartoon Network Championship right here for Jungle Boy? I mean, seriously, since we they're fighting for the FTW belt, which is nothing anyway, we can have a bunch of cartoon characters vying for the Cartoon Network World Championship. I mean, come on, it writes itself, guys. They could have made that FTW championship a hardcore belt. It would work because of Taz, too. It would be so much entertaining. There's so many guys that could be in that division. Don't you get it, Kev? It's fuck the world title belt, bro. I know. It's <laughs> you know what, belt. Mean? what belt? It doesn't exist. Fuck it, bro. Fuck the they title belt. Fuck the world title belt. <laughs> They're vying for it a fucking bullshit belt, bro. I'll be right back. <laughs> Where's it, it, it going? <laughs> Where's that's how much he cares dollar? about the FTW angle. <laughs> that, that's the we got the dollar, <laughs> dollar wrestling world championship right here. What the dollar wrestling bit? World dollar championship? Club, the dollar club wrestling championship. Oh no, you know what this calls for once again, bro. I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies, ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies, ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. I'm sorry, I had to. I had to, bro. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Respect the dollar. Respect the dollar. Heck, that belt looks like something even compared to that FTW World Championship. That that because belt's more prestigious than the FTW Championship right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking hell, man. I, I'm getting sick and tired of this. It's starting to frustrate me. I can't believe... Why would... Let's be honest, guys. If the three of us are professional wrestlers and we're working for AEW, would we be going for the? Would we be going? I challenge you, brother, for that FDW belt. I'm like, seriously, why? Like, I don't. Do we dream about one day winning that damn belt? Well, you gotta, you gotta remember that Ricky, when Ricky Starks had that neck injury, we don't know honestly where the FTW angle was gonna go with. Maybe he was right. gonna be on Rampage or Dynamite a lot more to defend that title against you know other, let's say the six to ten ranked contenders so this way ricky a lot of people like what ricky starks can bring to the table but we just haven't seen it all we just see is on commentary every friday night we rare, you know kevin talked about the match ricky starks and hobbs had but that was weeks ago so and he's gonna have one more match so he you know he has a match once every three months not a good consistency right there so you know that's the problem yeah, well, that's what happens when you hit the coke way too much and you forget what you're doing, you know, when it comes to booking. I'm sorry. I know I'm obsessed, but, I mean, this is a good example of getting too smashed and not knowing what the fuck is going on. Kev? Well, I was going to say, why would Jungle Boy even want that title? He has probably the most prestigious title in all of AEW. Their tag team division is, like, probably the they've, world tag team, you know, but... They've de-elevated those belts, bro, completely. Yeah. Like they they should have lost to uh, Red Dra Redragon or Red Dragon. Uh, Who, the re rerun Dragon? Yeah, they should have dropped it. <laughs> There's dragons everywhere in AEW, yeah. bro. <laughs> I've heard it's three of them. Purple, purple, purple dragons dragon. with uh, Tony Concies. You guys call it Red Dragon or Red Dragon? I've heard both. What, American Dragon? What? I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, there is an American Dragon. 
there's also red dragons, there's blue dragons, there's red triangles. There's all sorts of shapes and cages. I mean, this company, man, I mean, seriously, it's laughable. This shit should win fucking comedy of the year, in my opinion. But uh, anyway, I'm joking. I'm being way too harsh now. I don't hate it as much as I'm making it out that I am because I, I don't. Do, right? I, I love it. I love it. You know? Uh, well, anyway, fuck, fuck the FTW belt. Fuck the world title. I'm just saying that's what it's called. It's mm -hmm. not me. The Dollar Club <laughs> Wrestling Championship's more prestigious. Absolutely. And moreover, mind you, much moreover. Anyway, let's go back to Mark Henry interviewing Konsuke Takishita. To go anything by his last name, Shita. Take a uh, shit. Take, hey, yeah, you're right. Gonna take a Shita. That's a fucking hell. Why'd you point that out, bro? It's gone. <laughs> I'm gonna go. It's, it's, it says go ono. For take a shita. Anyway, <laughs> that's bad, Kev. See, see the commercial breaks it writes itself. You have X Lax, you have laxative commercials while he's wrestling in that ring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, take a shita versus Jay Lethal. That sounds like a bad fucking toilet spot, bro. Anyway, <laughs> ahead of their main event match, which is next, late in the fight, Takashita destroys Lethal with a wound up Lariato from the top rope. Anyway, I'm not even gonna keep going on, but basically to Takashita kicks out of the of a knee shot. Jay springs right onto the ropes and nails him with a lethal injection for the win. And he beats Take a Shit. So uh, I mean, I'm sorry, that's his last name. Take a shit. Ah, thank you for the for pointing that out there, Mr. Dollar King, Kevin well, Panetta. Okay, Decent we got it, we gotta say it right, Jimmy. It's Takashita, but that's just oh oh, 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 sorry. So it's Takashita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still Put it with the like accent. Put oh, it with okay. the accent. <laughs> I thought the uh, the second vowel in Japanese that I thought you don't pronounce the takshita, like uh, like what? Asuka's really Asuka, not Asuka. I don't say Asuka. Well, I know because you don't pronounce the second vowel in Japanese uh, in words. But you're not supposed to say Asuka. It's it's Asuka, literally in Japanese. I know. Okay, <laughs> it's not saying. I'm just saying. I don't. I know I was I was I was taking the piss, not taking the shit. Uh, get it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did him shit right there. Anyway, I know his last name is Takashita from uh Takshita. See now I can't is it take shita? Takshita. Or is it <laughs> we can't? So it's Takshita. 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 Oh, we got we, we need subtitles now. We need subtitles. Yeah, Japanese people watching right now, too. No, 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 no. Me, me speak no English. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, like I was saying, I thought wasn't he undefeated this take a shit up? Well, uh, I guess he had some matches on dark. Maybe he did win those. So and apparently he won every match in DT. Well, guess what? Dream time wrestling promotion. He's gotten embarrassed on television by Jay Lethal. So I guess excursion over. Off oh. to DDT he goes. Yes. San Sanjay Dude's eyebrows were looking terrible, by the way. Oh. Before the match. So, What's up with that? Speaking of Coca, I mean, the player from the Himalayas, I mean, he was, uh, let, let's just say, speaking very fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, first of all, does Jay Lethal need any mouthpieces? Really, so why the fuck is is Sanjay Dutt like even there? 
How can he just be Cal? Sorry. How many people are in that group? Well, if you if you include Shitem Singh, right? Trio four. Trio. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. You, you see the writings on the wall, Jimmy. Trio. The word of the day. That's another word. No charisma. And the next word, trios. <laughs> no charisma and trios in the same sentence. Sounds like another porno. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what does it say? Samoa Joe comes out with his didn't you have a weapon of some sort? He had a pipe. Oh, was it a pipe? I thought it was a dildo. Or was it was it or was it TK's crack pipe for that for that matters? <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. If it was the crack pipe, it would have been fined. <laughs> so that I know it was a lead pipe. <laughs> oh, what a show. This has been a great show, guys. Seriously, I've had a lot, I've had a lot of fun with this show, man. But anyway, Samoa Joe comes out, everyone scrambles. Crowd you know, no one... Oh, dude, the crowd loving. You know what, man? I used to at first when I heard AEW's version of Samoa Joe's theme i hated it man compared to his WWE theme but the more i hear it the more i like it i dig it except the middle of the song sounds like an eminem sort of track mm. <laughs> when it goes i'm just waiting for eminem to like bust a rap but uh but anyway nonetheless i actually like his theme now but it sounds like a toilet flushing at the start that's the only problem <laughs> you know, yeah <laughs> it literally sounds like the toilet flushing <laughs> i'm sorry and i love joe but that needs a change. What is that? Did someone tell me what is that start beat of the song? I think it's supposed to be like something growling or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? I guess, I guess, boy, was I wrong. Well, anyway, guys, anything to write home about this? Is there anything else before we go to say about anything about AEW Rampage? It's been a great show, man. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed. I think the three of us is kind of pretty funny. Yeah, they um. Their main events, they uh they'll put random shit on for the main event that don't deserve to be a main event too often, and they think that uh their crowd will enjoy anything. And Mercedes Martinez versus Deanna Prazzo proved that the crowd was Oof. most dead I've ever seen a crowd in my life. Oof, um, no I, I, and that's Baltimore, ROH country. So in that same yeah. arena where ROH performed, and they didn't even pop for that. So I'm a fan Man. of Deanna too. I was sad she didn't get to pop. I like her, but uh, but they're gonna stop. So am I. I'm a fan of Diana Perazzo, but we can call her now Diana fucking back fat asso, bro. Oh because yeah. Her backside, like I was saying to Prof on the skirmish, I don't know, man. It's grown tenfold since she jumped back to Impact. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything else we need to touch on? We got to, a star is born. Shit them sing. Did you see the wrestling moves he put on? <laughs> Hold on? Did you see the wrestling? Oh, I saw the wrestling, bro. That was fucking a clinic, bro. I mean, seriously, that's what you call Matt wrestling. I mean, Dave Meltzer can, shit bro. in his pants. He he you want to talk about coming? <laughs> shit him sing makes you come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. That head. But <laughs> but anyway. Oh, oh Jimmy, I have to correct you for earlier. You said What's uh that? The Rock and Roll yes. Hall of Famer Eminem. You have to refer. Oh, to. oh, oh, Miss Kuzi, Miss Kuzi. I'll take that back. Uh, <laughs> the Rock and Roll, here. not the rapper. Rock <laughs> the roll. Rock and, you know, forget, forget Finn Balor, and you know, you know, he used to call himself the, you know, the real Rock and Roller. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe Eminem's the real Rock and Roller, right? So, with a real Slim Shady, please stand up. Did you hear what yeah. other uh, legendary uh, rocker got in this year? Who's that? 
hello, Lionel Richie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Don't start with that song too, bro. I mean, seriously. Oh, is it you I'm looking for? <laughs> it in in Don't make me play it right now. <laughs> I'll end the show with that song. I'm telling you guys. I'll be, da- I'll be dancing on the ceiling if you play that song. <laughs> well, I did play Stevie Wonder for you, actually, Prof. Of course. <laughs> on the skirmish, you'll, which you'll see... Boy, do I have to edit a lot of shows. But uh, that show was a laugh, too, no doubt about it, except one pod being live that time. But I'm going to fucking put that song on, actually, Kev. So please, guys, keep talking while I do this. Yes. All of fame right here. Oh, well, we got to go back into the – if we're going to talk about the uh, the main event again, I'm happy that Jay Lethal's got TV time. I'm happy that he's he's wrestling. You know, a lot of people were kind of like uh, nitpicky with uh, TK's booking of Jay Lethal again. I was. You gotta give it. Yeah, you gotta give it a little time. And now Jay Lethal's got a place and a spot on AEW television, so he's he doesn't have to be relegated, if you will, on YouTube. So he he has a place on Dynamite. He has a place on Rampage. So, you know, if it has if it's because of Shen Singh, so be it. Take advantage of whatever you got got to get on TV. So I'm happy. Brings him down. I'm sorry. sorry? You think Sanjay Dutt brings Jay Lethal down? Just being associated with him. Yes, I do. I I do too. But they do have history, though. So I get it. But who cares? Who gives a fuck? No one knows that man. I like Sanjay, but he's he's not even a mid carder. Like barely a mid carder. Well, you guys know how I feel about Indian people and taking them seriously. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be racist, but I'm. Just putting it out there. I can't take him seriously. I can't, bro. What a way to that that sentence. I can't, I'm not saying nothing, but that the way you just expressed it. <laughs> I like the one in uh I forget his name, the one in uh in NXT. I like the one with Grayson Waller. He's pretty uh looks pretty intimidating at least. Uh, well intimidating like uh via suck suck him sing. Yeah, huge, he's slick back hair, he looks like bad. Oh, boy. Oh boy, oh boy, such such shit, sim. You know what? You know what, Professor? We're talking about what was the two things? Consistency. What was the other one again? There was one more. Trios. Oh yeah, trios. Well, now we got shit, folks. Shit is the other one because the amount of uh, take a shitas and uh, shitnam sings and and flushing toilets. It's the Amber Heard influence (laughs) on wrestling these days. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. well she is friends with kevin nash and, and a few other wrestlers so <laughs> there might be something to it well guys i've had a fucking joyful show man this has been a laugh actually i dare say this has been one of the funniest and best shows i've done in a long time this, this is great the three of us need to get back together again because i think it's different it brings a different dynamic what is this uh, i don't know what do we call this the, I guess the, absolutely this is like this is peewee's playoffs we have the secret word of the day we have three of them (laughs) the trios musketeers (laughs) god damn it aw the trios shits and fucking and uh what was it consistency (laughs) and charisma and charisma charisma like gordon solo used to say it's all about the charisma (laughs) (laughs) anyway all right guys let's take it home Prof, tell them where they can find you, my brother. Uh, thanks for having me on uh, Channel Attitude, guys. 
was a pleasure to be on Channel Attitude. Pleasure to be on Rampage Uncage here. You can find me on my Twitter at PWSOPRF. That's PWSOPROF. And of course, find me on the PWSO Networks at Pyrebeam.com where I host the most nostalgic wrestling show on the IWC, YWC, Podbeam Punditry, the PWR Podcast, the Pro Wrestling Reflection Podcast with myself and Mr. Wonderful Tommy Wonder. Thanks for having me again, guys. Absolutely. And it's been our pleasure, man. And Kev, the $1 King, Mr. Sexy Tom, the, the, the Philly King, bro, the Philly King, even. Philadelphia, the Dollar King. Ladies love me. I'm a six. I only date nines. Let's get together and make that Pisces sign. Oh, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Panetta Sexy Time, on Instagram at Panetta Sexy Time, on TikTok at Panetta Sexy Time. You can follow my uh, my promo wrestling organization, Dollar Club Wrestling. At, uh, on, at, on YouTube, I got our own wrestling comedy show. And on TikTok at, at Dollar Club Wrestling. I also just got a uh, pro wrestling tea store. Uh, what? Yeah, pro wrestling. Uh, how'd you pull that one off, dude? I got 11,000 Twitter followers. I did a wrestling match, you know. I got you motherfucker. Look at this yeah, so guy. Making, making moves. You can buy a dollar. Making moves, making moves, making dollar, dollar moves, bro. Yeah, I got the Dollar King shirt. There's a new Dollar King shirt debuting tomorrow. We got a card oh, oh, ready. Your champion's got a shirt debuting tomorrow. So check oh, out man. Sexy Time Storm Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> you heard the man. Check out Sexy Time at Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Panetta Sexy Time. Back, not, backslash, not backsplash, but backslash. I saw I did four times the other day, so I did a backsplash earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T, and if you want to follow me, I, I didn't mean to rhyme that one. I wasn't rapping just quietly, but you can follow me at the PWC Network and at DJ Mass Effects on Twitter. Most importantly, please check out channelattitude.com where you can find us exclusively on there, but you've got to pay for it. So just, just so you guys know, it's only cost $4.99. We get everything from HMG, including this show, the Impact Attack. I mean, the, everything. It, absolutely everything the friday the friday locker room the monday locker room you name it it's all there at channelattitude.com brought to you by hamin media group and also please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows over there including the pwr the pwc and the dollar king stuff himself the monday night achievement you name it it's all over there in saying that i'm jimmy t he's the professor Here's the Dollar King, and you've been listening and watching the Friday Night Rampage Uncaged on channelattitude.com. Brought to you by Hamin Media Group. Peace. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO!
in my mind in my dreams I've kissed your lips a thousand times it's been a long time since I've been on a date I sometimes see you pass outside my door hello There's something going on in the sculpture class. I think you ought to check it out. I've wanted you to see it so many times, but I finally think it's done. Tell me what you think of it. Oh, it's wonderful. This is how I see you. 
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.